Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the X-Anima Podcast. Today's episode features my good friend Ty, the original co-creator of the X-Anima Podcast. Back in the day, we created the name for this podcast, and we had big plans, but, you know, eventually, as all things happen, we grew apart, and now that I've actually gotten 22 episodes into the new podcast I'm, i've decided to get him on here so we can talk about the start of x animo and you know just basically catch up just have good deep from the hard conversations like we do on this show thank you so much for listening let's get right into it it's a really good episode i promise Okay, okay. That's one of the main issues I have with how uh, the Joe Rogan experience is just, you never know who <laughs> the heck he's talking to until like halfway through. Right. Like, if you've got like, just it on autoplay or whatever, and the next episode starts, you're like, this guy's cool. I wonder who the fuck he is. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, it's cool in some ways, but also at the same time, I'm like, I want to know what this person does, who they who they are. Right, Before right. That's one this. thing I like about um, Duncan Trussell, that he overdoes it. Mm. He has, like, a 12-minute intro. Oh, goodness gracious. But that's, like, also where he does his ad reads and stuff, and he's a comedian, so he makes those funny, and then he'll give, like, a little rundown on who the person is, his opinion of the person, and how he met him and all that. Okay, yeah. That's sweet. And um, that was the one you were telling me about the other night, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he's, like, a Christian Buddhist who has, like, done psychedelic mission trips in India and stuff. That, it's crazy. That is weird and wild. And I know. That's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's all over the place. Yeah, that's kind of out there a little bit. Yeah. It's, and like I said, he talks to, like, scientists and doctors and, a mortician, his mom on her deathbed, all sorts of strange stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's kind so, of, that's kind of what I want to do here, honestly. Right, right. Yeah, honestly, I'll um I'll find some of my more favorite episodes to send to you. He had Joey Diaz on one of them. I've heard of him. So he's um classic New York gangster, like actual gangster guy. And then he became an actor and all that. But it it's very much that podcast ended up very like it wasn't very esoteric. It was more of like a down to earth. This is what it means to be a man kind of thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it had like some good life tips about working in different jobs or stuff like that, you know. Mm. But a lot of the other stuff is very esoteric. He's like what what is your religion? What is your view on this? What is like all all over the place? You know, esoteric. That's a fun word. I know. I love that word. That's been one of my favorite words lately. Mm-hmm. You seen the definition of it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now because I had no idea what it meant. So I looked <laughs> it up. Yeah, yeah. It's intended for word. or likely to be understood by only a small number of people with a specialized knowledge or interest. Right. That's a good word. I like it. It's all about very, like, deep thinking and, like, views about, like, the universe and all that. And, like, 
your place in existence, sort of. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I like that word. It it is a good word. There's lots of fun good words out there. I I want to like. Right? I want to uh, diversify my vocabulary. Dude, I don't even know how my vocabulary got like this, but it's amalgamous. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> right. That is definition would be a collection of things that don't belong together meshed into one. Yeah. Yep. I, I knew that one. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I think I actually mentioned that in one of our old episodes. There's no way. That, that one stuck around. Yeah. There's no way. I don't. I don't. I think you're crazy. I think the variation I used was amalgamation back then. I mean, possibly. I, bro, listen, it's been so long <laughs> since I've heard those. Since I've even listened I have. I, I actually listened to them a couple months ago. Went all the way through them again. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think I did last year sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And, it may um, have been a couple months ago. It may have been last year. My memory is all over the place. I'll remember what socks I wore to a specific event nine years ago, but I won't remember what I ate for lunch yesterday. And I have this same sandwich every day. (laughs) Well, you know, it's uh, it's easy for me because I wear the same pair of socks every day. Not the same pair of socks. I wear the same type of socks every day. Oh, my goodness, bro. Yeah, Um, yeah. I switch between, like, the socks I'm wearing in my boots or just band socks, you know. Oh, yeah, I get. Yeah, I have. I guess I have two types of socks then, like ankle socks and boot socks. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can't wear socks that go below my ankle at all. Yeah, those are annoying, honestly. 90. Actually, all of my socks almost come up to my knee. Really? Yeah. Wow. You got those (laughs) tall boys, I guess. Yeah. Oh, dude, I also have intriguing health updates that we can get to in the podcast i guess well yeah i mean i mean i mean technically i mean technically i've been recording for 15 minutes already Te- <laughs> technically you're gonna okay. clip some of this in aren't you <laughs> well i i the way i like to run it is just start recording and then whenever a conversation starts cut it right there yeah i mean that's what the professionals say like they just kind of let it go and then they'll at some point they'll do their intro and then cut that to the beginning yeah so i mean i do something similar to that so i mean i guess yeah. it's, i guess it's good that i'm doing the semi-professional way of doing it i mean the most professional way to do anything is doing it your way there we go i like that that's a quote yeah like um Mike Williams, one of the Smith teachers that I had back in the day, um, one of his quotes is, there is no right way to do things, only a right way to get things done. That's interesting. Yeah. The heck does that mean? He was, he was talking about it sort of in the terms of there is a process you can follow to get to a specific result, but if you find an alternative process and end up with the same result, you're still good to go. Oh, okay. Sure. That yeah, makes sense. yeah. And then he spread that out to a variety of different examples, but he was mostly talking about knives at the time. <laughs> say say the say the quote again. Hold on. Yeah, um 
there is no right way to do things, only a right way to get things done. That's interesting. No right way to do things, just a right way to get things done. Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear stuff like that much. No, you don't. That's that's really in depth, honestly. Yeah, another one of his quotes that I've stuck with for a long time and has actually been like a helpful life advice is um he said every time you see someone swing a hammer watch them and learn from it whether they're whether you're learning what not to do what you could do differently or what you could do better and then take what's best for you by yeah. learning from everything you see and then he said and don't just do that in smithing do that in all of life that is an incredible life tip and i completely wholeheartedly agree with all of that because yeah the best way to counter bad ideas is with good ideas Oh, I like that one too. That's that's a Joe Rogan original right there. Oh yeah. Well, you I, know, I don't not... know if this is an original. Oh wait, go ahead. I, I don't know if those those are his exact words, but it's that idea that he he always yeah, says. Yeah. I'm recording, so I'm on move along. You're good. So you're um the last quote I have before we get this started would be one that me and my friends use all the time. I found it in my notes. I don't know if I came up with it or if I got it from somewhere. Uh -huh. But the quote is short, sweet, and to the point. It's, um, smooth seas do not make good sailors. Ooh, that's another good one. Yeah, smooth every time we hit like make... a rough patch or something, yeah, smooth seas don't make good sailors. That's that's really good. I love that. Yeah, I'm actually probably going to get that tattooed somewhere on my leg or something. Honestly, that's I mean, and that's so true for everything. I mean, uh, that's another one that just applies to every aspect of life, whatever you're trying to do. I mean, nobody. Yeah, because like when you face challenges and overcome those challenges, you come out on top with more knowledge and more ability. Yeah, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? I mean, it's the exactly. same. It's the same thing. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's get this thing. Let's let's get this intro going. Yeah, the the intros are pre-recorded, my dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's great. The very first one was not pre-recorded, and the the right. twenty the twenty after that were pre-recorded <laughs> that's great yeah that's going in by the way i'm putting that in <laughs> go for it yeah yeah oh man oh how you, how you doing um, man i don't know if you had seen but had I, I had gotten a tattoo actually no man i haven't seen i haven't seen anything man i don't i don't i hardly know anything about you anymore <laughs> that's crazy i've got long hair i've got a full beard i've got uh tattoo and everything yeah you're like a um oh what did i say like a like a johnny depp wannabe or something like that well people call me johnny depp people call me tommy lee people call me steezus or punk hippie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could see all, all of those yeah it's hilarious i got a lot of nicknames you got any nicknames what do people call you oh uh, well i don't know many people 
Honestly, you're better off then. <laughs> <laughs> people don't people call, fucking suck. I mean, people call me digital piracy. Does that count for anything? Yeah, I mean, that counts. That counts. Uh, that and my name, but that's about... You know, all... people just don't call me. <laughs> they, they, yeah, <laughs> people don't call me. What was the last people phone call, call I got? Hold on. Oh no! This is gonna be sad. It's it's well, the last phone call I got was from the motorcycle dealership today. Oh, okay. Because I got uh, a part in for my bike. Oh, so when you're talking bike, you're talking motorcycle. Oh yeah, motorcycle. I I sent you a picture. I didn't look at it for very long. That no, that's fine. <laughs> it, it's Snapchat. I mean, that's how it works. It, yeah. It's not supposed to be. I was pumping gas. Yeah. So yeah, my motorcycle. I got I got it fixed today, everybody. Everyone listening, by the way. I know that's been Good kind of a it's been kind of a I'm actually Oh go ahead. It's been kind of a journey. I've only ridden it like twice I this bet. season. But uh <laughs> we've got we've got What it kind fixed. of bike is it? It's uh Kawasaki Ninja six fifty. Dude, that is literally the one that I've wanted to buy for years. It's it's a lot of fun, man. It's a good yeah. time. But you know what I'm actually saving up for? Yeah, what's that? So I've been borrowing cars for work with my family and everything. We're swapping out. Uh-huh. And um, I've been saving up for a Subaru BRZ. Okay. Either that or a 350Z. Oh, Because okay. they, have, they have good aftermarket. Yeah, but my do. goal is to build a drift car entirely by myself. Let's go, dude. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Hydraulic e-brake and all. Yeah, 350Z is a good option for that. Yeah, so yeah, is it BRZ. is, but it does have that drift tax, and the BRZ has that boxer engine that's real balanced and reliable. It gets better gas mileage because mm-hmm. it's a bit of a newer car. Right. So, and it's, oh, everyone at the track has a 350Z, and the BRZ is kind of coming around, so it's got enough aftermarket, but it's not the car you're going to see around every single corner. Personally, I prefer the BRZ over the 350Z. Yeah, yeah, and plus we already have two Subarus, so I know I like Subaru and the way they handle. Yeah, nothing like nothing says. Um, oh, hold on, I was, I had a really good roast, but I messed it up. Yeah, <laughs> go for it, go for it, you start know, again. Well, no, I don't know how to word it properly. That's my problem. I'm not very quick on my feet. All right. What's the premise? And then I'll roast myself. Well, the premise is, you know, Subarus are vape nation, right? <laughs> yeah. And you look like that guy. I am that guy. So, like, <laughs> so, like it makes no, sense fit, that you I like Subarus. I do fit that stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'll have I'll have the underglow and the clouds coming out of the window instead of behind the tires. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, um... I like I like I oh hold on my phone's making noises. Goodness You're gracious! Good. Yeah, <laughs> BRZ it's a it's a it's a good car. I like it. The only weird thing is that it's got that there's two clones of it. Well, my idea behind that is that um, if three companies are willing to make the same car, then it's got to be a car worth having. Yeah, but like, how does that work? Why can Toyota and so, Scion make the exact same car as Subaru? Well, actually, it was a collaboration. Oh, um, really? Yeah, there's this guy from Japan who made race cars. 
and Subaru, BRZ, and Scion wanted to collaborate using each other's parts to make a like affordable sports car. Uh-huh. And this guy, the way he designed it, they went to this guy because they're like, ooh, fast, affordable sports car. Well, what he had in mind was incredible handling. Right, of course. So the suspension setup and everything is all Toyota. The engine and internal bits, that's Subaru to make it reliable. And then they brought down the price by using Scion body panels and interior. Hmm. That's interesting. So, so wait. So, yeah, yeah. are there any differences between the the GR86 and the BRZ? There are some slight differences. Like, you'll notice a little bit of fluctuation in the price is only because the one from Toyota uses a little bit more of Toyota's parts for some of it. Sure. And BR and the uh, Subaru uses. The- couple more Subaru parts, but the idea is it's a collaboration, but a lot of what you're paying for is really just the branding. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, and he they came to him. He basically made it with the intent of it handling really well and sort of being like a hill climb racer, right? For like twisty, turvy mountain roads. Uh-huh. So it's got... It's great in the high RPMs, real quick on the gears. The handling is pretty stiff already, rear wheel drive. So that's why those are all the things you want for a drift car too. So that's why people kind of latched onto that. So which one is the which one is cheaper then of those three cars? The cheapest one would be Scion, since that's like the less the less popular brand. Yeah, so what? what is it? Is it the FRS? Is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it'd be the Scion FRS. Looks yeah, like they're, and they're not, that one has a couple more cheaper parts on it, too. They're not too bad price-wise. I don't know. No, what, no. And I, especially I if you plan on modifying the entire thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll admit, some of what I want to pay for is that Subaru badge. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, well, the Subaru one is the iconic one. Right, right. I mean, that's, that's the one the everybody one really knows about. Off. See, yeah, and the aftermarket for it's a little better mm-hmm. because the bolting systems they use, et cetera. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Well, plus, it, it's like yeah. it's like the one. I mean, honestly, I didn't know there were multiple versions until I saw a, a, a BRZ with a Toyota badge. I was like, hold on. <laughs> Right. What the heck right. is going like, on here? Wait a second. This doesn't look right. I feel uncomfortable. And then I saw a BRZ with a Scion badge on it. <laughs> I was like, whoa, right. whoa, whoa. What's going on here? I saw a great build, actually. It was like teal. It was stanced. It was dropped to the floor. Uh-huh. It had a carry. It had one of those like cargo cases on top that was paint matched and everything. Okay. It was like real sleek looking. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing people's cars, car builds, like people's pe- passion projects, man. Same here. Like I'm being in Texas, car shows are a pretty big thing here, and I really want to build a car so I can involve myself in that community as well. Yeah. Even though some of it's getting kind of toxic. Well, you know, but th- that that's 
that that happens in every single community and that's part of the fun because i'm also pretty toxic there you go (laughs) as long as you can match it that's what matters right as as long as you can match it without faking yeah that's right that's right yeah 100 percent. there's a there's a brz around green bay that i that i see there's quite a few texas actually you see like supras and everything oh really my boss actually Mm mm-hmm he drives a McLaren 720S 2022. Oh, wow. Bright yellow. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. I would get into talking about the company I'm working for now because it's a great company, a big upgrade, but I'm going to have to talk about that in private. Cause yeah, of course. They, are not, they have not actually fully gone public yet. They're working with like sponsored athletes and Olympic athletes and millionaire rich people. Oh wow! But they haven't fully gone public. Okay. Yeah, but basically, what we do is make like futuristic fitness machines. Oh really? Yeah. Like if you've got an injured shoulder or something, the machine knows and adjusts its weight accordingly, and it doesn't actually even use weights. It's handmade motors that tension the pulleys. Like, depending on how much weight is in whatever programmed schedule that you're on. Okay, sure. It's crazy stuff. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like some really, like, in-depth, intense things that are way above my pay grade. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I weld all the metal parts together. That's what I know, and that's what I do. (laughs) Yeah, that's about I'm good with metal, and then the coding guys start talking about numbers and stuff, and I'm like, Uh nah, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's about as far as your knowledge goes, right? I just... Yeah, like, actually, <laughs> um, so one of the welders made the blueprints for, like, all the metal parts, and there's a guy who makes the overall blueprint where all the wires are going to go and the screen and all that, and we don't even know his name. We just call him Etch-A-Sketch. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's wild. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know the dude's name right we've only got like 50 people though they started about two years ago oh okay wow so you're yeah, so working it, for a pretty small place then it's relatively new and even within these two years um right before i started two months ago they just upgraded and got a whole new building oh wow yeah so i'm working in a new building new welding machines it's, it's nice this wow. is the first time i've worked somewhere where the welding machine isn't 75 years or older. <laughs> yeah, right? And I'm not even exaggerating. That's legitimate truth right there. I believe you. I really do. <laughs> One of them you had to, instead of like using a dial or whatever to adjust the voltage, you turn a crank on the side oh and a piece goodness. of paper climbs up and <laughs> the numbers and everything. It's crazy. Oh my goodness. Dude, I... But, yeah, some I... of the fun of that was like maintenance on stuff. Those machines would break down all the time, and you get to learn a lot by just having to fix it yourself. Yeah, I mean, old old stuff to, tends to do that, fall apart. Like, I feel like I'm falling apart. Am I that old? I know. What are you, 22, <laughs> 23? 21. 21? Okay, I knew you were yeah. close to my age, but I wasn't sure if like you were exactly close there. Or How old are you old. now? 21. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, my birthday's in April. Gotcha. I'm still in May. 
My birthday hasn't changed. Oh, I think I remember (laughs) that. I don't know, man. It's been so long. It has. Okay, health update about why I feel like I'm falling apart. Yeah. (laughs) I have a permanently damaged spine. Yeah, you were telling me about that. um, Yeah, briefly, I think. Yeah, so the full update on that is I have two slit discs, both with nerve damage. And because my spine wasn't doing its thing, my brain told my muscles in my lower back, okay, let's do all the work of the spine to hold him in place. So my muscles have been fully tensed 24-7 for the last 18 months. Oh, that sounds horrible. But I've got a medical masseuse that's like trained to work that out and try to calm down those muscles. Uh And then... On Monday, actually, I have an appointment to go, and they're sticking needles in my spine. Okay. I'm not sure. I think it's something to do with, like, trying to build up some cartilage there to cover the nerve damage or something. Wow. And there's nothing they can do about it? No. They said it's most likely always going to hurt, but they can make it less risky. Because I am at risk any time if I feel a shooting pain down my leg then I could be paralyzed. Oh, wow. Just spontaneously, out of nowhere. How, how did it happen? That's a great question. I you mean, don't know? No, that's the thing. They said being an adrenaline junkie, this type of thing typically happens just over time, over the course of way too many injuries that just ended up happening. Oh, man, that's rough. Yeah, so, like, back in the day, like, when I was hanging out with you and I was a parkour teacher and everything, and then I've really, I was really skateboarding, like, six hours a day, eight hours a day for, like, two years. Sorry, there's a big truck going by. Oh, sure. Um, snowboarding, I was going, like, 54 miles per hour and clipped a tree. Like, there have been some major injuries, Man. but there's no way to pinpoint what actually did it. Right. So it was just all kinds of different things adding up and piling up, and it just led yeah. to led yeah, to just that. to build up over time. So, so what does that mean for your future then? Like, what is like what kind of what kind of impact is that going to have on the rest of your life? Well, For the longest time, I tried to ignore it before I knew what kind of problem it was. I didn't tell anybody about it. I thought, what help is complaining going to do? Right. And that's the mindset I was in. And then when I actually found out what was going on and everything, that definitely had like a mental impact as well. Because I'm like, damn, what if I end up in a wheelchair? You know? Mm -hmm. Because being the adrenaline junkie I am, that's, I was like, that'd be tough. But then I kind of got into this mental state of like, so my tattoo, right? It says, memento mori, memento viver. Uh-huh. And then there's a um, grandfather's clock in the middle, which in Latin means, remember you will die, remember you have to live. Yes. And it's just an encouraging reminder of my own mortality so that I always know that I'm making the most of every day, no matter what the circumstance. That's 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 great. So even if I end up in a wheelchair, okay, then I'll 
not be able to weld, I'll go into voice acting or something. I'll be a painter. I'll really pick up the guitar a lot more. Like, mm-hmm. just improvise, adapt, overcome, basically. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Man, that's that's deep. Yeah, yeah. It's some heavy stuff, man. Shoot, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, it is what it is, though. I mean, yeah, it like... Is. It's one of those things where if that's the way that life goes, then and anything that I don't have control over, I've learned to accept. Mm-hmm. Just outward circumstances of things you can't change is if if something isn't up to my control, then I just let it go. I just let it happen. I go with the flow. Adjust myself accordingly. Yeah, that's a, it's a good mindset to have, honestly. And a lot more people could do to, I guess, emulate that in their own lives. Yeah. There are so yeah, many things that people go through that are either big or small or, you know, just like... It's true. Things that you have to go through in life. And right. if, if you're not... If you're not like just remembering that like stuff happens like you just gotta live your life i mean yeah i mean i've been through some pretty tough stuff in the last few years Mm -hmm. like um your boy actually officially got a girlfriend right when i was out in arkansas and that worked out for like nine months until it didn't oh man um she ended up getting back into addictions and rehab and she had BPD, which I'm not talking down on mental illness. I have mental illnesses (laughs) and that shows very clearly, which is hilarious, but it's (laughs) it's not an excuse. It's an explanation, Mm -hmm. you know? So absolutely. I, I, I agree with that. She would have, yeah, yeah. She would basically have like split personalities, right? Mm-hmm. So one day she's telling me I'm the greatest. The next day she's trying to hit me and she doesn't even know that other side of her brain. She doesn't remember that day. Oh, okay. Well, only when drugs are involved, right? Right. And right up near the end of it, because that actually, that's one of the few mental illnesses that can be very well managed if you go about it right. But if you let go, you could go for three months in that split and not remember any of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And which is basically what happened on a couple occasions. And um it was tough but we worked our way through it and then she started lying a bunch and I found out so this is what happened near the end, right? I was taking care of her after a relapse. She was basically just a body. Right? Mhm. And she was laying down. I had the passcode to her phone. She had the passcode to mine. There was a lot of trust there. Yes. It didn't, it didn't matter. And I started going through her phone while she's laying down because I'm, like, trying to figure out who she got it from. Why did this relapse happen, you know? And then I found out she cheated. Okay. Found some messages she didn't think I would find. Mm-hmm. And before I go to confront her about it, 
she comes back inside, and I thought she was back in the room, right? Yep. And, like, there were a couple of events that happened in between that I'll leave private, of course. Sure, of course. But, um, it led up to the point where I realized that she had gone to the car and taken a bunch of Xanax. Oh, no. At least, at least, like, I think it was 14 or 15. Goodness gracious. Lil Peep died on five. Oh my goodness. Holy yeah. crap. And so my jujitsu and martial arts teacher, which is a friend of mine, had taught me a lot of medical stuff because he knows a lot about anatomy. Mm-hmm. And I just went into go mode, right? And then she fully passes out into my arms, heart stops and everything. She stops breathing completely. She's like in the middle of an overdose. And I'm there screaming for help and nobody else is there. And then that go mode part of my mind kicks in. Like tip her back. Get water in her mouth. Wake her up. And then you got to get her like in a hot shower while drinking cold water. Mm -hmm. To sweat it all out as much as humanly possible. Right. Right. Because if she starts puking, then it gets in her lungs, and she's dead within minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, and that was, I resuscitated her minutes after finding out she cheated on me. Yep. So, mentally, a lot of things have happened after that. Wow. And, yeah, that was one of the major challenges that I've gone through. But it, it's nothing I regret. It definitely changed me and shaped me as a person, and it taught me a lot. That that's intense. And like everything was fine after that. I mean, I mean, relatively no, as much as possible. I mean, she lived, yeah. obviously, right? Yes, but um, then there was sort of the official breakup about a week later. What the? How? Wait, wait. How, what? I broke it off. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because well, it was putting me in a very bad place, yes. and I was not going to continue to put up with the lying, etc. Yeah, that that was uh, probably the best thing to do. At first, I right. thought you were saying that she broke up with you? No, no, but like, then again, like, what? also, it was one of the hardest things I ever did to actually break up with her, I but it. seeing the position she was in, and the position it was putting me in, if you love her, let her go, right? Mm. I knew she couldn't handle being in a relationship at the same time as trying to deal with her relapses and her mental health and her lack of a house or job, etc. And so, and with the lying and the cheating and all that, right. I was like, it, I have to also cut this off for my benefit. So it was somewhat mutually agreed that it was it was time but um definitely one of the harder things i've ever done and it still affects me to this day like you know it's one of those things that just it's in my head every day but i know i made the right decision and i know i can't go back either yeah because what's in the past is in the past so like learn from the past don't try to run from it learn from it but don't linger in it. Live in the present and look towards the future. 
Yeah, absolutely. You're you're definitely you're completely right. It, it doesn't make any sense to to dwell on things that happened or might have happened right. if you had done something differently, right? So that's another true thing. Actually, um there's this guy named Gurudev Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. It's a long name, but um he's like a monk or something. And one thing that he said is people get it mixed up all the time and they say they're looking forward to their destiny. The destiny is actually the past because destiny can't be changed. Freedom mm. is the future. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful, right? That it is. It it absolutely is. And I mean honestly, I'm not a huge fan of destiny. Right. I, I, I think it's I think it's silly. Into predestination or destiny. Mm-hmm. I very much believe in free will. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because like, there's a lot of people doing a lot of stuff, and it can't be their destiny. I guess I don't know. Right. If you have sort of like a yin yang duality type belief, then some people would have to be destined to balance things out. But I just don't. That doesn't sound right to me. Mm. Yeah, I feel like everyone has the freedom of choice. Yeah, they do. Man, that's I don't know that that's a that's a wild story though. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's and that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, right. And it, it's a, yeah, it's good that you had the training required to to act. Yeah, that was definitely. Um, Glad that that kicked in, and big thanks. I'm not going to name drop them because I don't know whose names want to be involved in of these course, stories. Of course, but um, big thanks and big shout out to him for being there. Because my friend group out in Arkansas, it, they're chosen family, right? And they were around, and they knew a lot about what was going on. And he prepared me just in case, specifically for that. Wow. So definitely big thanks to them. Oh, that changed the course of history. <laughs> yeah, I guess, right? I mean, yeah, it sounds a now, lot like I don't butterfly effect in, to me. Oh, for sure. And I don't believe in predestiny, but I do believe in certain things are meant to happen. Sure. Yeah. Certain things have a purpose. Yes. Yeah, I would, I I would agree like with that. And um, yeah, it's what. So, uh, how how is this girl doing? Do you know? Do you do you do you track well, keep track of her at all? Just I've curious. tried not to, but I have anyway. Well, of course. Um, she's dating her cousin and six months pregnant. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay, I was I was hoping. I was hoping that the experience of you saving her life and risking everything, even though she wronged you would have helped her to redeem herself but i suppose not she went way off the deep end after that sadly. oh goodness gracious like wait yeah. what, what kind of cousin are we talking like fourth cousin or like first cousin oh first or second uh, yeah yeah, yeah. you're on louisiana so it makes a little more sense insert sweet home alabama here <laughs> right right all right well um, there goes that theory yeah yeah, but um, 
at least she's alive. Yes. You know? Absolutely. There's always a chance for redemption. Actually, something you might find interesting about this whole situation is um, when we started dating, and I'm, I'm still a Christian, yep. which you know originally, but that, ha- that hasn't changed, right? Good. Well, when I started dating her, she was a Satanist. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably thinking, well, that's bad decision-making yeah, on your part. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> and I have I've been a little too open-minded in certain cases where if things can be made to work, even with difference of opinion, I kind of let that go as long as you're not hurting anybody right she's not making sacrifices it's okay you know? <laughs> right it's kind of stupid but um actually and i never pushed too hard either but i tried to be a very good influence good and at one point and i i'd wake up and she'd be on her way over and i'd be like actually you know what i'm it's sunday i'm going to church right mm-hmm and at one point, she said, hey, can I go to church with you on Sunday morning? This is a Satanist asking her boyfriend if she can go to a Baptist church. Yeah, that's great. Incredible. And she actually ended up converting. Wow. And I have hopes that that stuck. I know the experience definitely did. And that's a whole other debate, too. Okay, so talking biblically here. Once you've become a Christian and asked for forgiveness, is there a way for that to be undone, other than blasphemy? That, that's that. That's the question, isn't it? Right. I mean, I, I think if it, part because like parts of it, there are there are passages that say absolutely not, and then right. there are some that have that say maybe in in certain circumstances i haven't done a ton of research on it which is something i right that i feel like that's kind of like a thing that i should know definitively well that's part of the thing is nobody can know definitive definitively that's what yeah. brings in faith when you come where do you stay yeah absolutely i would have to i would totally, yeah. totally agree with that like um one of the things on that too is of course there are Versus to say, absolutely not, right? Once mm-hmm. you're saved, you're saved. That's yes. how it works. Which is, like, in all-encompassing mercy, basically. Yeah. But think about this. Satan was an angel. Satan was already in heaven and mm. still sent to hell. Yes. So, I, there's a, there's I believe a... under certain circumstances, under, like, the absolute worst circumstances potentially right but as humans who knows i i know there's a there's a diff there is a difference between angels and uh people i know that absolutely um and also the doesn't it mention there being other spiritual entities other than angels or demons but they are in this alternate dimension, but they are all evil, which is why only heaven is the way to go. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about all that, Chief. Honestly, 
Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those esoteric conversations. It, it really is very esoteric. Throwback to earlier. I don't know if... <laughs> right. I don't know if the, eso the esoteric part made it in, but maybe it did. We'll see. We'll see. I have no idea. <laughs> like, the timeline here is kind of wacky for me a little bit. I have no idea. It's a little what, all over the place. I don't know what we talked you about have any... when. Yeah. Did you have any questions that you were specifically thinking of wanting to ask? Not really. Honestly, <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, well, because like this is more of a I mean, we I'm mean, up. It's less of an interview. <laughs> yeah, well, it's less of less of an, less of a, an interview type thing, because it's not you don't make content. You don't like I mean, you 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 do you do make some I'm no music, influence. but you're not right. like which is 90 percent of my music is not released. <laughs> because right. i don't know how to mix <laughs> right that 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 happens so 90 like, per, like it's mostly just live between friends something i've written to a specific beat mm -hmm. or a guitar track that i've taught myself and decided to like sing along some of my own words to it or yeah, something like that. i love that yeah yeah it's very down to earth honestly i'm as much I'd like to say I'm as much off the grid as I can be. I'm still well intertwined, but I'm not fully delved into the digital world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you're you're gonna be putting out banger music. I, I, I oh yeah, I look forward to it. Honestly, I want to see. I'm it. gonna bring you up on stage one of these days. Let's bro. let's go. I'm down. As soon as I get on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get there first. <laughs> right right yeah, yeah. it's um yeah but like but 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 what what i was saying was um you're kind of different from everybody i've talked to on here <laughs> so i am a unique specimen you are very a very unique specimen absolutely so <laughs> it's Just built different yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit of a different i mean we could we could talk about you know ex animo a little bit Possibly, probably, right. but right. I don't know how much you remember. That was a long Honestly. time ago, man. Honestly, I don't remember too much. I I, really I remember don't us like sitting playing steep or whatever. No, we we you didn't play steep. steep? You never convinced me to actually play it. I was stubborn. No, it could have been COD Zombies. It probably it was probably that or when we were playing Blackout Customs. Oh, yeah, it was one of those two things, yeah. And we were just... I think we were actually live-streaming when we came up with the idea. Uh, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, we did a lot of yeah. streaming on YouTube. I, I know. I believe at least I was, and it may have cut off, and that was back when I had a Twitch. I don't think I even do anymore. Oh, wow. But, well, um, I didn't realize you were on Twitch somewhere back out then. There. Really? Yeah, yeah. I thought you so, were on YouTube. A lot of my streams... Well, I did a good amount of my streams on YouTube, but every now and then I did them on Twitch just to like see what would happen, you know? Right. Yeah, so it could have been one of the ones that was just lost to Twitch. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that much. And I remember us coming up with like the meaning of the name and stuff, which it's great to see that it's very much, and I haven't listened to these episodes, but it's great to hear from you that is very much stuck to the meaning of the name yeah i'm just kind of gone with very a down-to-earth perspective you know 
I remember coming up with it. I remember we were, I was, I was laying in my room, laying in bed. We were in a PlayStation call, I think, because yeah, we didn't yeah. have Discord set up at the time. And <laughs> right. we were talking about all kinds of things. We were looking at a list of Latin words and we were trying to like come up with something because Latin is awesome. I love it. It just sounds so cool and sophisticated. Right. And then, right. Which and, is another reason I have it on my arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, nobody speaks it anymore. I, I don't know very many Latin words, but right. every time I hear it, it's just, it's high class. It, it, yeah. It, honestly. Like, everyone knows Carpe Diem and stuff. And Memento More is it right there behind it. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know the Memento Vivero part that goes right behind Memento Mori. Mm hmm. And so I remember like just looking like going on on Google or whatever and looking at lists of Latin and right. Just... I think we actually had come up with the idea before deciding that w it would be in Latin. Yeah, we definitely had the idea. the The podcast itself existed before right. the name did. Did we find it from like a Latin? terms and we we're like i like what this stands for or did yes. we okay okay I, I think so that's what i remember i remember something along the lines of we were just looking at it was like one of those google pages that shows like the word and then what it means almost like a spreadsheet right, type thing right. i think we sort of like popular phrases in a yeah sense. yeah 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 that's exactly what it was okay and look at that i accidentally remembered it. let's go <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, we just we went through. We found ex animo means from the heart, and it's just like that is so descriptive of what this yeah. should be and what we wanted it to be back in the day. And it almost sort of had like that mystique behind it as well, because people wouldn't right away see that and know what it means. Mm -hmm. And the best part is is that it doesn't. Oh. Nobody else has taken the name. It doesn't exist anywhere else for anything. <laughs> right. So, like, not only... I remember it was one of the challenges. Sorry, I wasn't responding to you in the middle of what you were saying. Someone else walked by on the I, I, I know. I, I, could, I could tell somebody else. My, my boy Ty here is just sitting outside on a bench. I'm on a park bench. That's awesome. By a little, like, I don't know if you want to call it a pond or a river or... A linear extended pond. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. Whatever you want to call it, just go for it. There, there are a couple things. Dude, there's a massive fish right here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How big? Oh, he's half dead. Oh, wait. No, he's swimming underneath. He's good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he was like floating up sideways and then he swam underway. All right. Yeah. But, um, shoot, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And that was one of the, another one of the, that's another one of the, holy crap, send help. I can't talk, <laughs> apparently. This happens. It's all good. It was another one of those reasons behind yeah. why we had decided. Well, because it, it would be unique enough to stand out from other generic names. Yeah, and I, I can't believe it doesn't exist anywhere else. There's one other podcast with X Animo in it, but it's called X Animo Wine Company. I don't know... <laughs> what they do dude, we've got to do a collaboration with them it's 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 i don't know what it's about or what they do it's like a it's a <laughs> it looks like a a podcast of them talk of winemaker it's winemakers it's people who make wine and like are, have vineyards 
yeah, that's, that's incredible. All it is. That's all it is. I, 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 I'm reading like descriptions of some of their episodes. So. Yeah. Okay. You know what we've got to do? What's that? We've got to have a collaboration where we try every single kind of their wine on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> hey, X Animal Wine Company. X Animal Wine Company. Coll- uh, hit me up. Hit me up in the DMs. Uh, I got you, baby. Let's uh, let's let's uh, let's get something going ooh, on here. Oh, a little flirtatious there. <laughs> Throw in a virtual wink, if you will. Oh okay. yeah, a virtual wink. <laughs> um but uh it's uh it's a really really it's a, it's a unique name it's a great sounding name and it is that's why i always had a hard time coming up with something different yeah you know i feel like you're a lot more of a deep thinker than you give yourself credit for i don't know about that one chief well think about this like okay there's a belief called solipsism where and there's multiple variations of it but i'm going to use the easiest one to explain um it's basically where there's a set amount of people on earth who have the capability for complex thought Mm. and the rest are basically npcs (laughs) they go around doing their tasks and they're very surface level like if they're walking through walmart with their cart or whatever there's not thoughts going through their head it's just they're there and they're doing their task. Right. It's like a surface level thinker. Would and I don't think you would consider yourself on that side. I'd put you on the complex thought selection. Yeah. I I appreciate that, by the way. I yeah, I, yeah. I, I I'm glad that you don't think I'm an NPC. <laughs> right? That's but, not the energy you give off at all. But um I I don't know if that what what's the, what's that belief called synapsism solipsism solipsism yeah I, I don't actually know. the original version of that belief is a little bit different oh okay the original version was thought up by a guy who thought he was the only one with oh, complex thought goodness gracious <laughs> very lonely belief because he would go he was like a philosopher and he would go around to people and he's like. Can you prove to me that you're conscious? And they're like, now that I think about it, no, I can't. <laughs> well, and actually, this guy's philosophy, solipsism of being the only one, uh-huh. is what inspired the Truman Show with Jim Carrey. What the heck? Yeah, There's have you ever no seen the that... Truman Show? I haven't, no. Oh, it's basically a movie where he's going around and stuff starts seeming a little strange, and then he realizes... There's cameras all around, and he's the only one who's not an actor. Okay, that's interesting. That's an interesting Yeah, thought. That's almost like right? borderline Matrix type stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's right there with it. Um, and I, I can't, I just, I find it hard to believe that nobody else r- retorted, like, I can't prove that I'm conscious, but can you prove that you're conscious? <laughs> Right. Like I can't I, I, I find it very hard to believe that nobody asked this guy that. Right. Well someone turned it back on him. Uh-huh. And that's kind of where it fell in on itself is because he couldn't prove to them that he was conscious. Right, okay. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like he can't if yeah. he, he, like that's gotta be And he kind of spiraled and basically put himself in a mental coma. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. That's a, yeah. That's a little weird and depressing. 
Yeah, because if you start thinking that there's no evidence that we actually even exist mm-hmm. on the like spiritual level, if there's nothing to any of this, and if we are metaphysical figments of our own imaginations, then you kind of get lost on a spiral of circular thought that just sends you into a very lonely uh, um, existence. <laughs> now, here's a, here's a bit of a hot take. Or maybe not a hot take, but like a, a, a question, I guess. Okay. So, this guy thinks he's the only one capable of complex thought. Right. Is he considered to be capable of complex thought? He's dead. Well, okay. <laughs> Not clear. Like, I, no, no. no. You know what I mean? I, no, I get it. what you're saying. Like, I totally like, get what you're saying. I just thought that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but like. You know, back in the day, I mean, he was considered a philosopher by others. Right. So I think he was seen as like a very wise or smart person. Because like you, you were saying like there's, there's a lot of people that are not capable of like that's what the the solipsism the other version of it means right there's right, only right. a few people that are capable of the complex thought um right i i i it i i feel like it it's not that complex to believe that you're the only one that can think about things <laughs> yeah yeah it's not a far stretch no i mean cuz how how can you possibly believe that you're the only one that that can that actually exists mentally right i, I mean, mean i mean shoot maybe we are in a simulation i mean we very well could be <laughs> right <laughs> like, um have, okay it's conspiracy theory time Ooh, okay we're gonna get a little bit into some uh, um an idea about simulation theory all right all right, let's hear it. And it's actually in some types of Freemason and Buddhist beliefs. Really? No joke. So this earth, this plane that we're on right now, was created by a divine source. And we originally were all from basically a version of heaven or an alien spaceship. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. <laughs> and we were sent here basically is a test run to see where our soul actually belonged and then we go back from this it, they call it the preschool theory our whole life here is preschool uh-huh. to see what our next life in sort of a spiritual sense like heaven or hell type stuff right. would be that's whack <laughs> it's crazy yeah and then another version of that is very much more a simulation version where it's basically advanced VR. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. Where our actual mind gets sent to another dimension. We play our, our life here, and when we die, we take off the goggles. Yeah, there's, that's not, that's <laughs> not, that's, that's not no. a thing. I'm just going to say, no, listen. It's, it's not, but it's fun to think about. It's fun to hear about people's crazy out there thoughts and beliefs. Well, those, the, them and the flat earthers, they're the same people. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I mean, that's one thing also that I think about conspiracy is it's fun to 
it's fun to lose yourself in the mysticism and the metaphor. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you actually start believing it, then, then you're in you trouble. get flat earthers. <laughs> yeah. How? Okay. Okay. I would genuinely listen. If anybody listening right now is a flat earther, please DM me. I will have you on the show. I want to <laughs> talk to you because I genuinely, I've never heard a flat earther. I've never talked to one. I've never like saw a video of how they speak. I want to know exactly what they think and why they're so insane. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the fun of, that's part of the fun of free will. <laughs> well, yeah. Is, we all have these differing opinions and beliefs and experiences and our capability for communication. Why not talk to people and just learn about things even if you don't believe them? They kind of put yourself in that, those shoes and hear about it and then walk away from it being like, yeah. that's a unique thought process. I don't believe it, but it's cool to hear about. I think that's one thing. I think that they belong in a mental hospital, but yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there's so much conflict where there doesn't need to be. Yes, absolutely. If people openly just were able to accept differing belief or differing thought processes, like you don't believe it, why does it matter? <laughs> y- so y- now you've gone too far. Just talk it up. Well, as long as they're not hurting anyone. I, now, now you've gone too far. You expect me to let other people believe what they want and just go about living my <laughs> life? Yeah, yeah. You clearly have never been on Twitter, my friend. I've crossed the... Oh, man, I deleted Twitter for Good. that reason. Good. <laughs> I use it for my business, yeah, I so had... I can't really, like, delete it. <laughs> I deleted Twitter, like, a year or two ago, man. It, I had some toxic, toxic <laughs> interactions, and you feed on that. It's very uh, negative energy that feeds really into is. you. It's so and, bad for you. And you start reciprocating that. Every every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? Yes, absolutely. So it starts bouncing back off off of you if you're not able to control yourself. And I probably got banned a couple times. I listen, man, I I stick strictly to the gaming space on Twitter. <laughs> right. Um, and even then I still get I still see like political stuff. I'm not Oh yeah. I will I, I so I have made it a point to not Nope. I I have I hope hopefully nobody knows what I what I believe politically because I have right. kept that a big secret because it doesn't matter like it's not relevant it to my content or anything I'm making like it it's just it's not relevant right. so I haven't been when people ask me about my political stances I say I am an independent I go off of the facts and form my own opinion accordingly right. So I, I so in person I'll tell people I don't care like in person I'll tell you what exactly right. what I believe who like who I support like but a lot of that doesn't need to be on the internet because of those people who exactly. can't control themselves. There are listen there there are a few people that I know personally that would probably hate my guts <laughs> and never talk to me ever again if they knew absolutely knew some of the things I supported. I have acquaintances like that. I do not have friends like that. I keep my circle very small. <laughs> yes. The turtle just jumped at me. Oh, Snapping goodness turtle, gracious. I jumped. <laughs> Woo. 
That was a surprise. <laughs> Bro, what's going on over there oh, in Texas? Goodness even... gracious. <laughs> well, basically, there was like this alien ship. They had a zoo and they were like, let's drop it all on Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and Australia. <laughs> and Australia, too. Yeah. Just opposite sides of the world. Who cares, right? Just drop it a little bit of everywhere. And they dropped all the, the, the crazy people in Florida. Those crazy people are aliens. <laughs> on Florida man is an alien. I am convinced. Florida man is an alien for sure. And, and it's always Florida. Why? It is. Like, you know, one of the craziest things I heard happened in Florida within the last year or so. What is it? <laughs> this is a great story. You'll like this. Uh-huh. And I know it has nothing to do with me or you or anything, but <laughs> it's it's hilarious. In a sad way. Oh, no. So there's this military base in Florida, right? Okay. And a ninja walks up to the front gate. <laughs> All right. All right. Sounds, <laughs> sounds legit. And he says to the guard, do you know who I am? <laughs> and the guard says, no, I don't know who you are. Get the fuck out of here, dude. We don't care who you are. Uh-huh. And he pulls out a katana and starts slashing at this guy. Oh, he says, oh, I am the ninja. Uh, <laughs> and what? this guy starts running because, like, he's being hit with a katana. Well, of course. Right? But he leaves the gate open. What? <laughs> the ninja gets in and actually, I think he might have. I don't know if anyone died, but I know there were quite a few who were severely injured. <laughs> and um the remaining guys on base do you know what they did what they do they locked themselves into the armory they didn't fight back i'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs> you know how this problem was solved uh, what they do they called the police i'm sorry what <laughs> Imagine you're the police station in that area in Florida, and you get a call. Hey, we're at a military base. We're stuck in the armory, and we're being attacked by a ninja. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) And I don't know how much of this I'm remembering correctly. Some of it may be paraphrased, or some of the points might be a little bit off. But this story... You can go and find it and like find the fully accurate version. Hold on. Let's see. I'm going to look this up real quick. Florida man, ninja, <laughs> military. I'm just going to search that up. Okay, I, I've got it. I've got it. According to NPR, NPR.org, a, a ninja with a sword assailed a U.S. Army Special Operations Unit in California. Wait a second. Oh, it's California. That's weird. Calif- well, That's I mean, interesting. California is full of psychos. Two. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, it, it was Florida, Florida Part Two. Yeah, Florida Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Uh, do you know where my and, and then do you know where my family is? And then the, the the person in Ninja Guard began to slash at the sergeant with a katana sword, <laughs> adding that the leg, the sergeant's leg and phone were struck. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> It's it's horrible, but it's hard not to laugh at. Why? Why? Okay. Not only was it army, 
it was army special ops so this is probably <laughs> couldn't deal with one ninja <laughs> it's probably army rangers or like air 101st airborne so and this is not to downplay our army or anything but this specific circumstance is hilarious like okay i almost i was like just a few signatures away from joining army special forces last year or at least going, oh, no. going into the program yeah and like this doesn't make any sense to me because those are like those those dudes are like like the best of the best they're like just beasts. now there's no hesitation now you want to join don't you oh now well i mean if that's what it takes if that's all it takes <laughs> to run away from the ninja in la county like <laughs> no literally dude it's like it's like do you want to be in the special forces yeah all you have to do is run away from this ninja oh, what the heck oh my gosh it's great now there isn't there is a florida man uh katana story oh boy yeah so apparently <laughs> a florida man angry about the alleged theft of a pair of socks attacked two other people with a ninja sword <laughs> oh that's hilarious Hey, bro, you stole my socks. Let me just cut you into a bunch of pieces with my katana. You know, I'd probably do that. <laughs> I mean, that's that is fair. Socks are very socks are I very precious. Am, I am the Florida man. <sighs> I wouldn't I wouldn't use a katana because I don't have one, but I'll either use my master sword or my uh, cutlass. There you go. I'll go forge a katana real quick, and then yo, I'll be set. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Please, make me a katana. Right? No, don't make me a katana. You know that knife. Though. Everyone asks for a sword when I say I'm a smith. I still don't have a heat treating oven big enough for swords. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm well, I'm actually about to order some upgrades for my shop, though. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about your smithing for a little bit, because yeah, for it's, sure, it's not something I'm that familiar with, and you've been doing it forever, and I would like some updates, and I want. You, you, I was gonna buy a knife from you, but then, like, I'm, I'm broke, so I, right, I, I which didn't you know, I still haven't sold that one actually. Ooh. It's still <laughs> in my room, there, it's all wrapped up, it's um, waxed with Renaissance wax, so it's staying perfectly in good condition. I do have to put a little bit of JB quick up onto the guard, but yeah, send me a picture get rid of, that of that rattle. Again. I will for sure. I don't I don't remember what it looked like, but I remembered it was dope and I wanted it. Yeah, it's actually my take on a replica of a trench knife that would have been made in World War One. Oh, so it's got like the, the knuckle guards? Well, it's got a half D guard. I basically brought a piece of brass I got a piece of brass, cut it to shape, and then when I slid it up on the guard it was extended so i kind of curled it down and then looped it back up okay i think i think i have a very faint image of this knife in my mind from months yeah. months ago yeah and it's got like that nice redwood handle okay all right i love it but yeah you so right. you've gotten deep into smithing and this all happened after you you moved away from wisconsin right or um, were you? I th or it was were you in dabbling? the process of moving. So okay, during the process of moving is when you like started getting obsessed with it. Right, right. Um, so a few months, I'd say three, four months before I moved, 
Um, I took a, actually it would have been 2019. No, 2018. Mm-hmm. 2018, I took an introduction to bladesmithing class, and I went to Blade Show 2019 and bought an AMK table grinder, and that's where it started. That's where I started building the shop from there. I, I remember and, that. Yeah, and I actually, that moved with me. My shop is set up in Arkansas, and... um. Got all the other things I needed. Got an anvil, a forge, all that fun stuff. And I'm working on a couple projects that aren't finished. I've finished a few projects, but being back and forth from Texas and Arkansas and having like five different jobs and a lot of very traumatic things happen. Right. Um, I... I've done it as much as I could between all of that, right? And I've definitely improved, and I've I've sort of got a customer base now of people who want knives. I love that. And people who have sent in their own blueprints, and I have orders that I've already gotten started on. But I technically haven't actually sold one yet. But I already know my price point based on what these people are willing to pay. Yeah, that's that's usually how that works. Yeah, and some very unique requests. One guy, he wants a mix between a classic, like, 13th century Arabic blade. Okay. And oh, the redneck toothpick. Oh, what? Redneck he's toothpick? Like, I, wait, 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 He's hold like, on. I moved from the Middle East, so that's my history, but I love America, so I want something very American. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is going to be one of the coolest things to come up with. So it's basically like a little saber that is about the size of a, um, about the size of a Bowie knife, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the handle is going to be more American styled, while the, um, the actual like blade. Is going to have like Arabic inscriptions on it and a little bit of a curve towards the back of the knife. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty unique mix right there. You gotta, you gotta make, you gotta make some knives and like put like, make like an Instagram page or maybe like a TikTok or something. Of, I of you do doing have an Instagram page for if anyone wants to follow it. I'm oh, a shameless plug right yes, here. Yes, please. I'm going to follow ties it right now. Underscore, ties underscore. Forged underscore blades. Let's see. Ties. Uh, so that would be T Y S. Ties. What was the second word? I, I blanked. Forged. 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 Okay. 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 Yes. Here we go. Ties and you can forged see blades. some updates there. Oh wow. Yeah. Actually, cut to the bone in one of my fingers while while oh. working on one of these knives. Oh goodness. And gracious. my first reaction. My first reaction was, hell yeah, that's a great blade. My second <laughs> reaction was, oh shit, my finger's halfway off. I love that. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. And that was another thing. At one of these blade shows, I was taught some um, self, quick self-care stuff from a SWAT medic. Oh, wow. He went to this blade show to specifically teach smiths who would be working alone. So I patched that up quick, and there's not even a scar, really. 
Yeah, th there's some, there's some. I I'm scroll. I'm just, I'm just like death scrolling right here, and you got, you got some yeah. good stuff in here. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff going on that I am going to update next time I get out to Arkansas again. What when are you when are you going back to Arkansas? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> so a few months ago I got in a wreck on the way to a music festival. And that was three, four months ago, and my car my car is still in the shop. Right. So I've been borrowing my dad's car for work, but until that car is out of the shop, which it was supposed to be last week, and then they said they didn't have the parts, I'm like how are you going to tell me to come pick it up and then say it's not even done? <laughs> right. I feel like that's kind of a prerequisite <laughs> for it being done or for you to pick right. it up is for it to be yeah. completed. <laughs> right. You think it's like you can make a reservation, but can you hold a reservation? Oh, those I've, I've heard some crazy stories about that. <laughs> right. Of, of, that's a Seinfeld quote, by the way. Oh, is it? I, yeah. Roast me now, but I've never watched it. It's not worth roasting. <laughs> okay, good. It's it's a decent show if you like those kind of like 80s, 90s sitcom type stuff. Yeah, I'm not a big show guy. Like, I don't watch much as far as yeah. shows go. I will tell you, though, there is one show that you definitely have to watch. Yeah? And it's only nine episodes. Okay. It is highly recommended by me. It's called The Midnight Gospel. Midnight Gospel. All right. Yeah, it's out. It's uh, it's out on Netflix, and it is actually clips of conversations from this Duncan Trussell guy I've told you about. Oh, okay. That were animated over by the animator from Adventure Time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that that's, so that sounds like, interesting. It's some very weird esoteric type conversations. With some funny, funny cartoons. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, I love it. Yeah, probably, probably yeah. similar to the distractible animations. I actually don't know of that. No. Oh, distract. Do you know about distractible? Have you listened to it? I do not. Distractible is Markiplier's podcast. Oh, well, okay. Gotcha. Mark, 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 Bob, and Wade. They all do the distractible podcast. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, you know, a throwback to the political talk. <laughs> yeah. I know that's the last thing you want to hear. So, politically, what would be the first thing you did if you were president? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, that's a question. <laughs> I, I, I don't even, I don't even, th I try not to even think about it. Like, I don't, <laughs> I am so I, I completely turned off by politics okay i am like i'm gonna go ahead and be fully clear with you here yeah well let me be clear <laughs> um <laughs> sand when it hits three thousand degrees um, <laughs> that's good that's good um, i love that i stole that from a meme earlier <laughs> but um no I was I was setting you up for any kind of crazy wacky joke you might make with it. Oh, are you, oh okay. All right. No, it was not it was not at all a serious question. Oh, I thought it was an absolute serious question. I was like, "Oh, I have not prepared for this. I don't You're I, like dude, this answer could have serious ramifications." <laughs> it could. Like, bro, like say 
okay, I'll t- I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. One thing I maybe not the first thing I would do, but one thing that really grinds my gears. Yeah. And I don't know. I obviously uh, no, that's that's stupid. I was gonna. It's something that you know. I was gonna we'll, say. We'll, <laughs> well, my biggest issue is with the two-party system. I hate that, but there's literally nothing oh, up, the dude, president could do about so that. Far into that. So, no, there's not. So because that, that that goes above him. But yeah, that's kind dude. of a silly thing for me to think of. But well, no, that's a serious thing. Like, um, like if you want to talk about tribalism. Oh, yeah. Like, it's basically... Okay, you know, I heard I heard a good quote. It said, having two parties to create unity with the same colors as Crips and Bloods <laughs> and with categorized by differing opinions mm-hmm. when we all just want the best for humanity. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Yup. Yeah, there that's... does not need to be two parties. I that well, just it's it's creating conflict that doesn't need to be there. Absolutely. And they're both both parties are so incredibly different that Oh hell yeah. But the problem is you can't you can't vote for a third party because that you're throwing it away. Right, right. And so like there's um there's it, it's 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 a terrible system. It's bad, but what are we gonna do about it? Right, that's the thing is Yes, we can all admit this is a terrible system, but what alternative do we have? What alternative do we have, and what can we do about it? Like, well, there actually nothing. are a couple organizations I know of, not by name right now, that I do like their opinions on a different type of system. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going back very constitutionally, but it, it the way they describe things sounds a lot more united and they are political based figures so there are other options out there it's just Mm. not very well promoted there was this one guy i don't remember i don't remember this guy's name but he's a pretty big name in the political sphere i think and yeah this guy was trying to get all of the most center people he could all like the 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 more left like Republicans and the more right Democrats, all those center people and was trying the middle to, ground. Yeah. All the middle ground. He was trying to take all of the middle ground and form another political party using them. And, Interesting. He, got, and he got banned and from Twitter. Again, that is adding parties too. And he got so, banned from Twitter. I'm not surprised. So did Alex Jones. <laughs> well, Alex Jones is a bit of a psycho. Did you hear about, well, did, didn't he just loot? Didn't he just like have to like pay pay an absurd amount of money for his, his Sandy Hook thing? I don't even know about that thing. We don't even need to get no, into no, that. We don't. We don't need but, to get into um, Alex Jones. No, but he did end up sneaking into the Bohemian Grove, and the whole "the frogs are turning gay" thing <laughs> sounds like a joke. But if you actually look into it. The pesticides that are being put on certain, like, um, soils can actually rearrange the genetic code of a frog. Well, that was in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I mean, come on now. The point is, it, it, he actually was right. 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think the the way that he kind of went about get, it. Yeah. The way he went about it was kind of. <laughs> yeah. You know, not... Generally. Now, <laughs> when it comes to freedom of speech, the only people who are silenced are the ones telling the truth. Mm. If you think about it. I. Mm. Well, that's. That's a very generalized statement. Of course, yeah, it's not very, every circumstance. Very generalized. I, hmm, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. Yeah, there is nothing you need to think about it. It's just a statement. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, but I. That that's interesting. Okay, I'm I'm gonna change up the pace of this conversation a little bit. Yeah. So, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, what? Let's, let's do it. Is, since I've like last actually talked with you, what is a very defined life-changing moment whether it was negative and you made a positive outcome, whether it was just a lesson learned or whether it was a, just a generally positive act like happening. Man, I, I can't, I can't, like, describe one specific huge thing that happened that was like, oh, goodness gracious, yeah. everything's falling apart. Okay. But... Well, without, like, a defining point, then I guess the question would be, overall, what is something that you have learned in life? Uh, and, well, that that's, you know, it's interesting. Um, so... <sighs> I've become, I, I don't want to say that I've become cynical because that's not necessarily <laughs> true, but that's, you're like, a realist now. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> partially I, I am to an extent. People call me a pessimist. I call myself a realist. <laughs> I, so a lot, of, a lot of things have gone wrong, like things not going the way I thought they would. Um, you know, and plan, you know, plans just didn't go the way they should have, which of course happens, right? That's just life. And, right. As um, soon as you start planning something, it's going to go the other way. Right. So, you know, like bad jobs and like, oh yeah, people, people not being who I thought they were and oh, for sure. all kinds of different things. And, you know, I mean, what, I got fired over a heat stroke one oh, time. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, i'm just throwing that in there we don't need to get into that i'm just throwing <laughs> that in there <laughs> what what's what's the guy's name he's the canadian philosopher or psychologist rather the canadian psychologist uh good question what's, i don't know what's his name hold on hold on you think i would know but <laughs> I, he's I like he's like the i feel really stupid for not knowing a uh, jordan peterson oh jordan peterson yes um wait he's canadian yeah i think yeah he's a yeah he's a, that makes a lot of sense he's a canadian clinical psychologist okay that makes a lot of sense jordan peterson <laughs> was saying that one of in one of his clips he, w he was talking about the path from being naive to being cynical in life yes right and so i was i was homeschooled and um 
same here. Yep, we we both were. So we both have very similar experiences there. And right. I would say I was very naive coming going, oh, sure. going from homeschool to private school. It's my junior year. Oh, did you switch over? Yeah, I went to a private school, tiny little private school junior year. I would not rem- okay. recommend it. Two out of ten. You know, I don't think I'm going to be going to a private school anytime soon. <laughs> well, well, right. You probably won't be. <laughs> right. I would hope not. <laughs> and so very, I was very naive. And so then when you're naive, you trust people. And then that you mm-hmm. get that trust shattered. And then mm-hmm. then you think to yourself, oh, um, well, I'm not going to trust people. People are all horrible. Right. I'm not going to trust people. And that makes me a smarter, wiser person because of it yeah and it doesn't that's not how that works that's when you become right. cynical in life that's actually another guru dev Sri Sri ravi shankar type um thing that he's talked about is he say he says that people describe wisdom through their suffering but someone who is truly wise can find happiness mm-hmm. <laughs> i like that saying too but then again, you do gain a lot of wisdom from pain. Yeah. That's the best way to learn lessons. And another point to make is wouldn't life be absolutely miserable if everything was all good all the time? Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because think about it. You don't have, if you don't have bad times, you have nothing to compare and nothing to tell you what the good times actually are yeah so i guess the way things have gone for me have been i went from being that naive homeschooler to becoming a cynical young adult going through life like uh everything sucks i hate yeah i hate this sort of a metamorphosis yeah, absolutely. And now I am in a much better spot mentally. That's I, great. I'm, that's that's one of those um, rough seas that you've sailed. Yeah. And now you're a better sailor. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I would. I would definitely. I would definitely. I would definitely agree with you there. And so, right, you've weathered the storm, and the waters flattened back out. And now you're seeing the sun in a way you never have before. Well, not it hasn't flattened out quite yet. I mean, you know, I, I, don't I think mean, it ever will. the ocean always has has waves, friend. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. And so, and in a sense, with with each tough storm, is there's a tsunami behind it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it may, you hit that place where shit gets rough, and then you learn from it, and it gets better. And then that's what creates the ability for you to overcome the next, even harder challenge. Yeah. Life doesn't get easier once it gets hard. No, it definitely doesn't. <laughs> but you become better acquaint you get better equipped to deal with life when it does get rough absolutely you're right so i mean like that's so true that but yeah that's that's basically that that's basically my my entire life story 
<laughs> or rather just the last few years, you know, you get, you, you know, right, you know right. what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's, I'm glad to hear that you've overcome these things. I mean, I have been in very similar positions, also going through some very similar changes, right? Mm-hmm. Since we came from very similar circumstances, and the world has a way of working, and once you mesh into that, there are some challenges that are going to be similar that you have to overcome, like battling with not being able to trust people for a while. Or, um, you know, just you have a preconceived notion of the way you want things to go, and sometimes that just gets pushed and kicked into your face. Yeah. Yeah, that, I've, that's I've become a very much go-with-the-flow kind of guy. <laughs> so my aesthetic isn't the only reason people call me a punk hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, the punk <laughs> comes from, like, you know, the skinny black jeans and chains and rings and all that and tattoo, uh, yep. long hair. And then the hippie is, I mean, I'm wearing mala beads right now, which are actually meditation beads even though i'm not buddhist i do non-spiritual meditation okay and then i have some like big flowy shirts that look like lsd or something (laughs) and the long hair and round glasses yeah but i'm also like an anarchist oh yeah and a lot of people hear that and they think oh that's terrifying (laughs) but (laughs) but what that really means is you stand for for the people, by the people. Mm-hmm. And that's creating change in the way that change needs to happen. So that doesn't always mean violent riots and broken windows and spray paint everywhere, which is the name that anarchists have been given. Uh-huh. But it's just a way to find the right kind of change. And I may not be a political anarchist, but I'm an anarchist within myself. And I will force the type of change that I feel needs to happen. Okay, alright. <laughs> yeah. But then again, here comes the hippie again. Just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like it works. But, you know, <laughs> well, there's it, a balance it to it. You got to find a balance to it. That's the trick. Mm-hmm. Well, finding any kind and of balance also, is tough. Oh, for sure. And also, like, what works for one person isn't going to work for everyone. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Right. I've just found what works for me. Well, that's great. I love that. I need to walk this way because there's a dog over here. <laughs> that's not gonna be great in the recording no probably not i I I just love (laughs) that you did this in a park yeah i'm I'm literally walking a trail like this whole time oh wow that's funny i love it yeah just out in nature you know being my hippie so yeah touching grass touching grass there's not much grass it's very dry oh well yeah i uh well actually it did rain today after a good long these yeah. dogs, man. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta come out there to Texas sometime. Oh, for sure. Definitely. And I I it was a very short notice thing and I wasn't able to tell many people about it ahead of time or during because 
how hectic it was. Mm-hmm. But um, January first, I think it was, or yeah, or no, it was the month after May. Yeah, it was That's it, January, right? It, January first. <laughs> wait, did you just or, say that January third, is the third, month after fifth. May? I'm messing this up, aren't I? What? No, I said it was either January or. I I it wasn't January. I know that. No, but I did come out to Wisconsin. I know. I saw. I saw. I saw you. You were at some kind of concert or something in Milwaukee, right? Jason Derulo. Oh, Jason was playing Derulo. free in Lambeau Field. Lambeau Field. Yeah, oh, he had wait. a free concert at Lambeau Field. Oh, I remember that. Where was I? I don't know, but I. I really feel bad that I wasn't able to, in the hecticness of everything, I, I to reach out and hang out with you. I was out of town. That's all I know. I wasn't around okay. that weekend. Okay, I don't feel bad anymore. I might have been in California, maybe? Oh, wow. Dude. I don't were know. Were you dressed up as a ninja? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let me tell you, pal. Listen. <laughs> uh... Actually, I can't tell you that. I, if I if I tell you, then I'll have to kill you. Legal ramifications and all. Right, of course. I plead the fifth, I think. <laughs> no, it's actually much more likely that I would have been dressed like a pirate than um, a ninja. Oh. Okay. Yeah, bro. But yeah, I mean, that was like a very last minute. Um, me and since this is on a podcast, I'll say a friend of mine. A friend of ours, come on now. A friend of ours, actually, yes. Um, decided to celebrate the fact that we turned 21. Let's go. Yeah, so when I say it was hectic, I mean it was hectic. Yeah, so, yeah, but I, I saw that, so <laughs> at some point, I mean, we got, we, we got to be, oh, goodness gracious, my brain's not working again. <laughs> Hold on one second, one second. Hold on, hold on. You're good. I got to re- rewind, reset. I this is I think this is my ADHD talking. Oh, you know, I've found out that I have the same thing, but who would have guessed it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> who would have No. But what I was what I'm what I was saying was I don't remember. What was I saying? I was saying words. <laughs> That we definitely have to plan something out and hang out. It it was that, but it was also we're we're running out. Okay, I got my time. I got my my thoughts back. I got my thoughts back. Okay. So obviously, like we're running out of a little. We're running out of time just a little bit here. You know, we've only got a few more minutes. Yeah, yeah. But we've got so much more. We've got so much more we could be talking about. I mean, obviously, like. we we only we talked about ex animo for a little bit and like every a bunch of other stuff in life and this got really deep like way deeper than I yeah. thought it was going to right um, so like yeah I but um there's a lot more going on that we could talk about but oh yeah we, we could delve into all different sorts of aspects of different topics etc yeah absolutely and make it make it extremely esoteric I guess oh yeah yeah. I mean, hey, you know what? I think this one actually did turn out pretty esoteric oh, in a oh, sense. Uh, yeah, I probably. I mean, a little bit. I only just discovered what that word m- meant like an hour ago, so <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm right. the greatest authority on that. But 
Yeah, probably. You know what? I like the word, and I use it a lot, but do I know to a T what fits into the definition? Nah, I just like to say it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean... I I don't know. I, I'm really I'm glad that we were able to make this happen. Yeah, I'm really glad to be back on the podcast, even if it, even if it is just for this episode. Um, this was a great time, and I'm glad we did this. Yeah. So Samurai Tai. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. How do we know you weren't the ninja? Call me Steezus, man. Because you're you're because you're samurai tie, and I know samurai and ninja are different. But I mean, right. they're close but the ninja enough. did come from the samurai. Yeah, they're close enough. So maybe you're the the ninja out in California. Well, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. It was either me or you, because we're the only people right. c- capable of complex thought. <laughs> Just sort of like a short run back of the things we talked about. Yeah, that's what that's what we call in the comedy business a throwback. Ah, uh, you know what else throws back? Yo, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, that was the X Animal Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're sponsored by nobody. What I- a great note to end on. <laughs> yeah no but this was a lot of fun yeah it was and uh i appreciate i appreciate you i appreciate you being here and for for talking we'll we'll do this again we're all right yeah yeah and if people want to hear more i'll come back anytime yeah well i'm sure this is going to be the most most played episode to date (laughs) hey i'm not trying to downplay any other guests man that i'm i haven't listened to any episodes but you were in them, so I'm sure they're great. There we go. I appreciate you. All right. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, like I said, you're you're amazing. It's really good to catch up, and uh, um, I got nothing else to say. All you're right, ama- let's ama- wrap it up there. You're amazing. I appreciate you. Right back at you. You're just as amazing, man. Not as amazing as the people listening, by the way. <laughs> right, right, listeners. Uh, Definitely uh, credit where credits do. Shout out to whoever's listening that has a name that starts with the letter A. And major shout out to whoever's listening that made it to this point. Oh yeah, if you're if you're listening to this, okay, hold on. If you if you can hear my beautiful voice right now, I want you to do something. I want you to go to Twitter, uh, look up at Xanimo Podcast. Uh, and then comment on my most recent tweet, uh, the word pickles. There we go. No, no, no. Comment esoteric. Oh, yeah. What am I saying? <laughs> I want you to comment esoteric on my most recent tweet. Uh, if you made it to made it this far. And uh, anybody who says esoteric in the, the comments is um, a legend is more elite than An anybody absolute else. Legend. An absolute they're, legend. They're capable of complex thought. <laughs> they, yes, yes. Anybody who puts esoteric on the most recent re- tweet is uh, a complex thought, esoteric, uh, amalgamous person. Being. Just a being. Yeah, an you, entity. Are, uh, you are an entity that is capable of thinking. You're not an NPC. Right. (laughs) That is all just very long-winded way of saying uh, bye. Get out of here, nerds. We love you all. He's lying.